Welcome Builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hello, Builders. It is my pleasure to welcome you to the Build Your Success Podcast today. Here at the Build Your Success Podcast, we like to build you so you can build others. We do that through our coaching, training, and speaking events, but we also do that through guests that we bring to this podcast. I'm excited today to have my new friend, Jeff Barch, on the on the podcast, and he's going to tell us more about himself, but I'll just tell you a few things. He's a musician. He's a, a learner, creative person, teacher, and he started with the idea of classical music training at the age of four, so he got started early in this, so Jeff, that's a brief intro, but tell our listeners what more they can know about you and yourself and your career here. Sure. Well, looking forward to digging into this and stoked to be here with you, Brian. And for your listeners, uh, if you're to look up Jeff Barch online, you would probably see that I spent 20 years in Hollywood working for people, working for folks like ABC and NBC and Universal and Disney and Apple and Netflix. And you'd say, okay, well, you're you're talking about communication and thought leadership development, and well, that you learned about all that stuff from Hollywood, right? And uh, you wouldn't be wrong. The, the The thing is, I used to think that Hollywood was all about, the, the, the power of what Hollywood does is all in its stories, in the movies, in the TV, but the power actually comes from something much deeper than that. And that's what Brian was referring to in terms of my background as a musician. I've played piano starting at the age of four, and for the first 20 years of my life, I was known as Jeff, the piano guy. And I, I got most of my reps in on Sunday mornings in church, just playing lots of classical music like Bach and Mozart and stuff like that. And I got really good at playing the notes on the page and it sounded pretty good. And everyone said, Jeff, you're, you're amazing. This is great. Until one day, one of the ladies at the, one of the older church musicians came up to me and she said, you know, Jeff, it's all well and good to play the notes on the page, but when you get older, you need to learn to play from your soul. And so when she said that, I mean, I was about 10 or 11 years old and I was in elementary school and I thought that was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard in my life. Because what does, what does this lady know? Everyone's saying that I'm doing great. And so I ignored her for years until I actually learned what it meant. I actually got past the basics of the skills of playing piano. And I actually started learning how to bring that music to life. And when I did, people's reactions started to change. Instead of saying, Jeff, you're such a great piano player, they would say, Jeff, that song was the exact song I needed to hear. And every once in a while, people would say, Jeff, the way you played today brought me into an encounter with God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do. And that was when I started realizing, yeah, this is bigger, way bigger than me. I need to get my own ego out of the way here and figure out what this is all about. And that's really, that was the first time that I was learning how to take the basic skills of what I was doing, taking the ordinary of what I was doing and elevating it to the extraordinary level of communication. I ended up doing that all the rest of my life, video production in high school, radio in college, out to LA for film school. And then I had 20 years in Hollywood making TV and in that time, I transitioned over into coaching and consulting work with experts and advisors, helping them take their messaging from the ordinary to the extraordinary. And that's what I do now. I actually focus exclusively 
uh, in the accounting industry with accounting advisors say, hey, how does it work where when you have a number and it's just sitting there, but people actually feel things about this number, there's meaning attached to this. And the fact is you can attach meaning to anything you want. And so it's it's a whole rabbit hole that we go down, but it's all about helping people take their message from the ordinary to the extraordinary. And that's what I help my clients do. Jeff, I love that story hearing about your background. As you talk about that piano playing, I, I in my mind, I kind of translated that to so people hear you plunk notes. They mm -hmm. feel you play music. And, yes. and that, that feeling that you take away when you know someone's heart and soul is in something mm -hmm. is just so valuable. Thanks for that. I'm going to dive into our signature question we ask here on the Build Your Success podcast. And that is, what does leadership and being a leader mean to Jeff Bartz? I would say leadership is it, it's something where you want to be first of all, someone worthy of being followed. I think a lot of people don't actually think about that. They, I think a lot of people actually get into the position of leadership and they just say, oh, well, here's a position. Well, the question is, who do I need to be in that, in that scenario? And then uh, secondly, I'd say it's the idea of when we lead, our primary role is to serve instead of being served. I'd, I'd say that those are the, tor the core two ideas in my world. And I, I like that. And I tell everyone that I've asked this question hundreds of times now, and I've gotten a different answer every time. And I, that's what I love about it. There's some, there's some common threads in the answers, but like you just said, that, that people want to follow you, that, that they have a desire to do that. that that's going to be amazing. And if we can learn to lead where people want to and have a reason to follow us, I love that. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict, reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. You, your, your story and your brand is about telling stories. So how important is storytelling in leadership and in life? Well, first of all, well, the, the short answer is it is mission critical. Now, the, the immediate follow-up to that is story is something that most people feel that we know what it is because it feels really familiar. And the fact is it should feel familiar because we're surrounded by them. And we've been told stories our whole lives and we're actually living our own story every minute of our own life. So it should feel familiar. And we've heard people tell stories really well and we've heard people tell stories really badly. And so because we have heard so many badly told stories, we think, oh, well, this is just a regular thing. This is just kind of a squishy, just whatever. Just It's just something that we do. And especially within the context of business, if it's if it feels squishy and undefined, sometimes it's really easy to let that stuff take a backseat to the more tangible, you know, we need to see outcomes, we need to see results, all that kind of an idea. But the truth of it is, story really exists in two planes. And here's what most people don't get about it. 
when we say the word story, most people think about telling a story in terms of, as an example of what I just did with, with you know, talking about play from your soul with a piano. But what that is, that is a tactical story. That's what we're all familiar with. Anytime we hear a message from a story or anything else, and we actually feel something, that comes from the upper level strategic level of storytelling, where we actually think about what a story is based around this core definition that I always work with my clients. And it's, and it's this, based around some early writings of Donald Miller and expanded by me. It goes like this. A story is where a character wants something, overcomes obstacles to get it, and experiences transformation as a result. When you take that nutshell, when you take that definition of what a, what a story is at the strategic level, what you find is when you start really digging into it is this is a framework that explains every human interaction at any time for any reason, period. And for people who say, Jeff, that sounds like you're exaggerating. I promise you I'm not. It really is that big of a deal. So long-winded answer to your question, how important is storytelling leadership? It is everything leadership because how do we figure out how we can lead our people if we don't know who they are, what they want and what's getting in their way and how we can come alongside them to help them get what they want. Yeah, I love that explanation. Let, let me ask you this, Jeff, I've got a scenario for you. Let's say I'm reading my story and I don't like the chapter so far. Can I change my story? 100%. Here's how we do it. We take that idea of the character who wants something, overcomes obstacles to get it, and experiences transformation as a result. And we say, how can I apply that to my life? So we start using it like an equation. We start plugging, plugging in the variables. Who's the character? Well, that'll be me. What is the direction of my life? Well, 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 actually, first of all, what is it that I want? And that's where most people get stuck. A lot of people say, well, this is me. What do I want? You know, and they can give you some surface level answers. Well, I want to be happy. I want to, I want success. I want to serve God. I want to serve others. But really, without a clear without a clear answer to what we want, we're going to end up, it's, we're going to end up like Alice in Wonderland talking with a Cheshire cat saying, Hey cat, which way should I go? And the cat says to Alice, well, where do you want to go? And the, and Alice says, well, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. And the cat says, well, it doesn't matter. Then you, where, where you go. So that's when we're applying this idea to ourselves, we say who we are, what we want. And then we get in our, and then we start figuring out what are the obstacles helping getting in our way from getting what we want. And if we don't know, and if we don't like where we are, then we have some options in front of us. We say, okay, well, do we still want what we want? Are we still going on the path that we want? If so, what are the obstacles? Are there other ways that we can get around these obstacles? Are there guides who can help us around the obstacles? Are there helpers? Are there leaders? Are there mentors who can help us around these obstacles that are stopping us? But here's the crazy thing. There are, with any variable in this definition, think of it as a leverage point. And the farther upstream you go in that definition, when you change one thing, everything downstream of it changes. So I happen to know 
that you are a fan of flying, but you, you did not always fly, correct? That's correct. So, so let's just apply this to, let's just apply this to your life as a pilot. So what is the difference between saying, I'm Brian, I'm the VP of operations at a, at a construction company. What are the things that a VP of construct of a, a, a VP of operations is going to want? And what are the obstacles getting in your way? As opposed to, if you say, I am Brian, I'm a private pilot. The entire story changes. And I I'd love to know from your side, what, what kind of things changed when you said, I'm going to try on that different personality. Well, Jeff, that, I love you bring that up. I, I, I want to be a pilot as a child, like 10 years old. I love flying. I was in the Civil Air Patrol. I actually thought I wanted to go into the Air Force, but I didn't have the grades for that. And I tell everybody that, you know, they threatened me with digging ditches as a, as a high school student because I wasn't very good in high school. Okay. And lo and behold, they were correct. And, and I took a ditch digging career and led it to an executive but then at 40 years old, I decided, you know what, I am fine. And I had been to the airport a few times and looked at the cost and had children and had, you know, home life. And it just was out of my uh, budget to be able to do that. But about 40 years old, I wanted to, hey, I want to do something when I'm 40. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to give this pilot thing a try and I'm going to become a pilot. And so as you're alluding to, you know, you start writing some new chapters, right? You got it. Now you got to do the training. You got to have the money, the finances, all those things to get to that place. In my case, I had to take the exam twice because I failed the exam the first time. So yeah, definitely that's an example of changing the story, right? So for me, there's chapters in my life story that that I'm not proud of, that, that you know what? But I wouldn't delete those chapters. They're the foundation of where I became. And the lessons learned during those chapters have been valuable to pro propel me forward. So it's not always about writing a beautiful chapter. Sometimes you got to go through some hard things to get to where you're going. Oh, man. So here's the thing. When you talk about when you talk about stories and the different characters in stories, you have different, you know, people talk often about villains, they talk about victims, and people talk about heroes. And when you see a villain, you know, when you see a victim, they're being acted upon and they might receive the sympathy of the audience but they never receive the respect of the audience because the villain, because the victim is just being acted upon. They're not being at cause in their story. The villain might get, might get the respect of the audience, but definitely not the appreciation or the love of the audience because the villain never changes. The villain just wants to, wants to impose their will in the world. But the people that we really connect with, in stories are the heroes and the heroes are the ones who say, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to take on the obstacles and I will walk through the obstacles. And the thing is when you find yourself in obstacles, the bigger and, and more terrible and horrible and awful the obstacle is the bigger the triumph is on the other side of it. It applies in life, it applies in faith, it applies in storytelling of every flavor. And it it's so tempting to say, man, I wish the obstacles didn't suck so bad. When the truth is, 
It's the obstacles that change us and we emerge on the other side, the hero that we were meant to be. Yeah, when you use those obstacles as steps to overcome, the larger the step, the higher you climb, right? So mm -hmm. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Well, man, we have done it. We've reached this spot in the podcast. We got to start closing things down. I would love for you to tell our, our audience where they can find out more about you and, and what you're offering. I would say it, if these ideas resonate with you, there's a place that you can go, especially for listeners of the Build Your Success podcast, uh, you can go to storygreenlight.com slash success. And you can see a link to my podcast there. You can see uh, a checklist where you can start taking some of the elements of your own life and putting it together as a, as a core story that you can use in your own communication so you can connect with your people that you're leading, who you're interacting with. And if you ever come to a point where you're looking for help to do that in a, in a more focused way by working one-on-one, -on -one, that's what we do there too. So you can find us out there. And it's storygreenlight.com slash build your success. Thanks, Jeff. And for our listeners, we'll include that link in the show notes so you can just hit that link, find all those things that Jeff's offering today. Thank you for that. I want to thank you for listening to the Build Your Success podcast today. I also want to remind you that we're inviting you to become part of our Voices for Leadership community. You can find that at voicesforleadership.com. That's where we take our 70 some odd authors and two volumes of a book that we wrote based on this question we asked, what does leadership and being a leader mean to you? And these authors answer that question, their chapters and their story. So you can join that community at voicesforleadership.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Remember to build yourself and build up. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.